it's the last couple days of June. I don't know, when is June end? On the 30th, right? So the last, second last day of June, 321, just a second ago, turned, to, turned from 320 to 321 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, New York City. Fuck, I'm in Bushwick, actually, if you care to even know. My fucking, you know. I'm actually near the J train. Yeah, it tells you everything. Anyway. Um, bravery aside, I will review the David Lynch movies that I have seen. Which is, like, almost all of them, so don't worry. Is this sick on everything? Is that, is that Blue Velvet? Okay, no, that's Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart. Yeah, um, I don't know what this one is. But, you know, I can still do do an attempt. Okay, so let's start with Blue Velvet. As you know, David Lynch is a really formidable director in a sense, because his style is so unusual that you wouldn't really want to imitate him without taking serious professional risks. Serious risks that you're your artistic credibility just the same he's not someone that you could copy that easily without sort of embarrassing yourself so the fact that this movie in particular could get made and still be really good and still sort of be memorable and amazing and the fact they got roy orbison to sing for it it's just all the all the production feats that lynch and others were able to accomplish was really it's really staggering um and of course, the film is a resounding success. I don't know the exact box office numbers offhand, but I I imagine it did pretty well for itself. Um, not like super incredible, but just you know, it was a respectable film. Um, I'll give it an S. I uh, I think it's my favorite film by him. My favorite, you know, motion picture. There's obviously some other kinds of stuff that he's worked on. You'll notice that he hasn't worked, he hasn't made, like, even ten movies, which um, says a lot about not only him as a director, but also says a lot of an auteur and screenwriter, but also it says a lot about the kinds of people that watch his films. Because now I'm starting to think that maybe the, the film buffs who, who are into David Lynch aren't really that much of, aren't really that you know, involved as film buffs, as you might suspect. Because if you only see, like, six films by this one director, they only made eight. And that's who you, and that's who you talk about at cocktail parties. And maybe you don't know that much about movies. So I'm, re I'm reevaluating sort of the role of David Lynch as a talking point. However, I do, I do think his films are so enigmatic that it almost doesn't even matter. Um, Wild at Heart. This is also, I think, S tier. Um, maybe, okay, maybe more like A because it's got this sort of autistic meandering in it. It's got some a little, a little bit more of an awkward silence habit than in Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet was somewhat more bespoke in its construction of awkward silences, where Well at Heart was very sort of um, carbon copying and manufactured in its production of. Uh, or I guess industrialized in its production of awkward silence, and of course the the art of the awkward silence is almost non-existent in this next film, which isn't even a film; it's a miniseries, or was it a film? I don't remember. Dune. 
I remember liking it a hell of a lot, and I'll give it an A. Because um, the villain who flies around or whatever and tortures people is so creepy and monstrous that you just can't help but feel like um, a demented sicko came up with the idea. And in fact, it was David Lynch. So, you know, it, it, you're right. It's it was a, it was a demented sicko who came up with the idea. Um, another film that's associated with demented sickos is Eraserhead. Now, sadly, I do love the iconicity of Eraserhead. However, the film itself is sort of plays off like this rabbit hole noir that really never finds a groove. So I'll give it a B because it's just um, it's very compelling visually, but its plot is it gets lost in kind of just about everyone. It's just sort of an extremely um, uh, um, unlikable story. Uh, but <laughs> despite it being you know eccentric or off the wall or uncanny, um, it's just visually like enthralling. So Razorhead gets some credibility, gets a B. Inland Empire. I think this is the this is like the, the 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 one that's um uh very odd. Um I think the actress is uh what's her name? Julianne Moore. Uh we just recently talked about Julianne Lewis in the last discussion with Will D. But Julianne Moore is in this. And uh I would say this is a C. It's um, so it's, it's a kind of a, it's maybe it's, uh, it's either a racer head level, or it's significantly lower but not substantially. Let's say maybe a C plus to a racer head B, B minus. Um, Inland Empire, it just comes off a sort of budget, but it's got some interesting sort of, um, you know, plot devices, you know, you know, uh, chances and turns, and uh, and uh. Um, sort of ornamental um, guises. Anyway, I also put in C, I put Lost Highway. I think this is a kind of a tiresome film somewhat. And Mulholland Drive I'll put in B. Um, I think Mulholland Drive is also tiresome, but I think it's um, it at least was coherent, whereas Lost Highway, from what I recollect, was just... Uh, it's kind of like it, like a like an ever long music video, and I don't mean the song by the Foo Fighters. I mean it was a damn fucking too long of a of a music video, music video. But it's got just so much interesting sort of visual cues, and character design, makeup, wardrobe, sort of pacing in certain senses. Um, Okay, up next, Elephant Man, Twin Peaks. Okay, Elephant Man is a really fabulous film. Um, it gets S just because it's so, um, not only so iconic, but also extremely poignant in a way that a lot of the Lynch films kind of failed to attain. And it was also second film, the soft film, uh, released. And uh, it really starts to 
sacrifice the heart of much. Um, where's the other one? So more uh, social comments or anything. But it's a bit of a wave. The film has heart. So I do this. Um, the last one is this thing called Postmark. One piece to show. One piece to show. It's a B. It's got a very good setup. Got a good character. Um, dialogue initially. And it just, it just sort of comes out of a clown of itself. And turns into like, not a sitcom, but it kind of turns into like a sort of classic version of the self you know, detective kind of business. It's actually kind of efficient. Sort of that a more connection kosher kind of situation around sort of you know stuck in the rest of development. But I think Lynch was really this is a TV show type of dude. Um, it's still it's got you know first half you know, first season first half of the first season where it was it was some fraction of the show that was pretty cool. I think he's going forever. Uh, this, this is quite a This is 10 minutes. So, I never saw this one. Yeah, look up. That's right. Sorry. Nine. Okay, I never saw this movie. Yeah, this is a normal movie, actually. Is it normal? Okay, so it's like this. Probably one's a separate film. Almost. Um, I don't want to give it a. I don't want to give it a B. Just out of, um, my own cognitive sense that it's probably decent that he's doing something normal with the film. I'm trying to make it more than her picture. Consideration of that fact. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, oh, for all you know, it's things. A couple of them are amazing. Some more of them pretty damaged. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, more than you were mid. Um, I'm hard and lost highway. It seems to be that easy to appreciate. But I'll, I'll, I'll be watching another kind of weird stuff. It's a little bit like. Comparing Exorcist, okay, Exorcist is free. Amazon Central and drop off other stuff. And then you kind of think I So, anyway, the movie is a lot of that. And that's a good one. I hope you enjoyed this David Lynch film, Editorial Tier Rank by Patrick Richardson.